Good morning. Beautiful Friday morning here in Vancouver. It's great to see you. Um, it's great to, I can't see you, truth be told. I can actually, it's great to be seen by you, if I could be honest, because um, I'm alone right now. <laughs> I'm alone and it's been a long time. So when I say it's great to be seen by you, uh, yeah, it's because I'm, I'm pretty, if I, if I wasn't, I'd be pretty fucking lonely, I gotta admit. It's so interesting. We're talking about safety today. <laughs> Good morning. Hey, Diana. Hey, sweetie. Nice to see you guys, my two Victoria people. Um, I want to talk about this concept of safety. I was sitting down kind of in meditative thought, as I am a lot these days, and I think to myself, wow, I think everybody out here is grasping to look for safety. And if I could help solve that problem for you, would that be valuable? Because that's really my number one concern is this whole concept of safety. Safety is what we're looking for. I need you to be safe with me. I need you to, you know, how often do we say that? <clears throat> how often do we say, okay, you're not safe. I remember it was maybe two weeks ago I got into an argument with my parents and with all the baby stuff going on, I remember I texted them in a moment of uh, reaction and I'm like, you guys are not safe. <coughs> and at the time, that was very much, uh, that was very much a reality in my body because what was coming up in the interaction between us was a huge trigger from many moons ago. I mean, this wasn't a new thing with parents. I mean, how often do you get triggered by your parents? It's not what's happening now. It's your entire history showing up in that trigger. And we're totally unconscious of it. And what happens is when we have it, we it hurts so much and we don't know what to do with it that then we turn around and say, because I don't know what to do with this, you are not safe. It's not safe to be around you because I don't know what to do around this, so I have to avoid you because it's not safe to be around you. And that's true when I'm unconscious. There's an opportunity, however, when you really look at what safety actually is, where safety really comes from, because truthfully, if there's a wound happening there, there's a wound happening there, it's there, there's nothing on the outside that you can keep avoiding because wherever you go, there you are. Wherever you go, you're going to be taking your wounds with you. So when you say you don't give it to me, it's going to come out somehow. It's, it's meant to be exposed. So the safety that we're all looking for, that we're looking for this solution on the outside from the government, uh, from Q in the conspiracy theory world, and you know the, 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 the good guys are coming. I just want you to know that that comes from your wounded childlike self that's looking for safety on the outside. And what happens when we start to mature from that childlike state, we start to realize with wisdom as we grow, I kind of earned a few of these gray hairs. I was like, should I, my friend, my friend Manpreet, he dyes them. And he's like, dude, I got this barber. Are you going to dye your gray hairs? And I'm like, I kind of fucking earned these <laughs> on my beard and here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep them. You know, I've earned them because of this. And what I've discovered is when I grow up and I see, you know what, this whole concept of safety is just an illusion. Safety doesn't actually exist. Safety is something that can only come from two things. And I want you to write these down so that you can then look and see where you can fit into this. How can you then create that? See, listen, you hear every hour around me, there is evidence of a lack of safety going on. Every, like all night, ambulances were going. All night, ambulances were going. And immediately when these ambulances go off, in my body creates this threat. The amygdala goes off and it creates a sense of threat because I have the story and the meaning that I'm not safe. Because my unconscious mind, all of a sudden, comes to the alert. I don't have control over it. It comes up, oh, because it's there to protect me. The problem is that threat all of a sudden stops my thinking. My creative centers, where true safety comes from, by the way, are shut down. True safety only comes from your presence, 
So your ability to respond to a situation, your presence and your ability, your respond ability, and in, in, in other, there's reactivity versus response ability. Okay, your ability to respond comes from your responsibility and the choices that we make. Let me say that again. Your safety is an illusion. Your safety of mommy and daddy protecting you and all of that stuff is an illusion. If your mommy and daddy were protecting you on the outside all along, they can't protect you from the voices inside of you. That is nobody's going nobody's gonna to fix. I believe me, I've tried. I've, maybe if I date this person or that woman that I marry, she should not allow those voices to come up because if she does, then we're not a fit. We put it on the outside. We project it on the outside. This is how we live unconsciously. And when we are in that space where we are not responsive, we are reactive because we're so dysregulated in our nervous system, we're so dissociated from ourselves, the choices that we make at that time are constantly, they're only based on fear. So if you look back on your life, this is what we did with our group yesterday. It was a really powerful call. I was teary-eyed because I was really sharing the truth. I said, okay, look back on all the decisions that you're regretting. The choices that you made that you look back and you go, oh, why the hell did I, why did I say yes to dating her? Why did I spend four years with her? When in the, right in the, I knew that it, was, it wasn't going to go anywhere. On my wedding day, I remember thinking to myself, nah, I'm going to eventually get a divorce. I remember thinking that. I'm like, I'm just getting married because I should. Because it just it's time and I'm now busy with my business and she's going to help me manage me. <laughs> she's going to manage me while I'm managing that. <laughs> that was her full-time job. That was how I was thinking, right? That was my transactional view on relationships and love. But of course, it makes sense at that time who I was then. The choices that I was making was not based out of, oh my God, I'm inspired to be with this one because I see her and love her and feel seen and heard and loved because I've taken the time to learn how to love myself. I'm inspired and let's create together. I wasn't, it was, it was never based on that. It was always based on a survival need based on a choice of fear. So when we make choices out of fear, those are the times that we can't create safety. Safety is not here coming from the outside in. Safety is something that's created when we learn how to become responsive, which I call trigger proof, this is what I teach, and you make wise choices based on love rather than based on fear. That is how you get through a crisis because when you do, all of a sudden, you now look and you're regulated and you're making choices based on love, it, it automatically is Im, Im, implant, Im, implanted within that connection, right? And so in times of distress, if you're regulated, you can look up and see people who need you right fucking now and this is what happened with me now I'm like I'm quarantined what am I gonna do well I'm gonna create a community where people can become awakened to what's really going on in their nervous systems so that they can have agency over what to do next so that they can actually create their future with your mind it creates it started in my it start my future all of this here that I see my amazing relationship the connection that I have with my parents it started first in my mind as a picture as an image as a goal which is why I'm constantly getting you on all of these trainings to go back to what's the image what, what is it that you'd like to be what would you love to come through with this what would you love to come through what would you love to learn and adapt and grow into coming through all of this? How can you make your relationships actually better as a result of this rather than watching them crumble? Because they are. My relationships with my parents have gotten better. <clears throat> I just got a text message from my father. I want to read it to you. And I'm, I'm telling you, like, 
the reason why I want to read it to you, don't tell him because whatever, but I just want to tell you, but my dad, his fa his mother died when he was 14. So after that, he shut down from his body completely because the grief was too hard. So he was go, go, go. It was all about go, go, go. And, you know, he, I guess he wasn't seen. So he developed his sense of identity with recognition, being recognized, being seen. This is the Persian ego. Hello, that, that's exactly where I get it from. And he got it from previous, you know. And so um, to be able to have intimacy, communication about how you're feeling isn't possible because there's a feeling that comes up and then there's a reaction. There isn't a feeling and then a kind of like a processing unit in the brain that we can attempt to learn and use and expand on and grow from and master so that you can process and go, oh, what am I feeling? Oh, I'm feeling here. Process it, neutralize it, come to state of gratitude for it, come to state of love and intimacy of self, deeper love of self, and then approach the conversation because that's how we do it. Um, they don't have that ability. So it's just a reaction, which then causes the whole thing of a lack of safety that I'm responsible for healing. And when I took responsibility for healing it, and rather than needing them to create safety, needing them to validate, I gave that to myself and I learned how to master that through neuroscience. All of a sudden, this person that I thought doesn't have feelings, doesn't have the ability to see me, is a narcissist, doesn't so-and-so, actually we have like the best connection that we've ever had. And we still fracture, but we come back together faster than ever. It's really about, um, you know, going from how quickly, okay, are you able to use your mind as a choice to bring yourself into, to shift back into gratitude? How quickly am I able to shift that back into gratitude? That's the nature of the work to become trigger proof. I have it written. Yeah, I have it written here. It's, yeah, it's to, here, here, here's the goal. This is it. Please write this down. Here's the goal of, of you mastering this. The goal of this work is to help you experience the truth as soon as possible after a trigger so that you're not locked into a story of victimhood. The goal of the work is to help you self-regulate to experience the truth as quickly as possible, okay? So you're not locked into a story. Does that make sense? So he doesn't have that ability. I don't have that ability. I take the time to heal. I move back in with them. I stop the family cycle of trauma. I see them. And by doing the work with me, they start to heal. My mother was kind of strained in her back because of a kind of fracture with our relationship. And just after we connected, she felt a lot better. Like you could see their whole, you know, and I realized, wow, I have the capacity to take my stressed out parents and have them feeling a lot more connected with themselves. And when I did that, all of a sudden it was like, whoa, I felt better. It's like, wow, I didn't realize I have this power to change them. And I got this text message from my dad and I told him, I love you. Thank you for the conversation. He messages me back. He said, love you too. Thanks for hearing me out yesterday. My issue is that when I feel, when I feel, uh, when I feel not seen and based on history, when my opinion is not going to be given attention it deserves, I retreat. That's amazing that he said that. Like, what 70-year-old man says that? He's fucking amazing. He's my hero. That, that may give the appearance of a communication flaw, which in reality I admit it is, but it helps me avoid a confrontation or a blowout. In other words, what he's saying is I don't know how to handle my emotions. I don't know how to regulate this, so I just retreat. Can you see how true that is? Like, wow, that's just really heart opening. Honestly, between you and mom, the two people I've always loved, but have unfortunately almost all my life's heartaches and confrontations with, <laughs> I've never ever seen either of you admitting and or apologizing and owning your side of our clashes. What he's actually saying there is, I need to hear, feel seen and heard. He's basically saying if he, once you learn how to communicate properly, 
and you learn how to connect to what you're feeling, you're able to go, listen, I'm feeling like I'm needing an apology from you right now. One of my needs are like, I need an apology from you. See what I'm saying? Instead of saying, fuck you, you need to apologize. You need to apologize to me versus <sighs> Madeline, Stephanie, you know, after what happened, I'm feeling like I'm needing an apology from you. Because when I say that, you're like, oh, okay, like you're telling me it's so not threatening, right? But nobody taught our parents how to talk that way. I didn't know. I just would go into constant clashes in my relationships and go, what is it? And then I was like, oh, I have to look at myself. And now you should see how we clash. It's quite funny. We're laughing. We clash and then we laugh within like three minutes. It doesn't take more than three minutes. To, to, for me to start making fun of her, like I have ways of regulating her and then making fun of her and then she laughs and then she's in ventral vagal. <laughs> and then she, she, last night she was even like, don't do this, I can't be mad at you if you're doing this. She's like, I'm like you really wanna stay mad at me? <laughs> Let me share this. Um, rather than you, rather than both of you use your eloquent analysis to spin the situation back towards me, wondering if I'm always wrong. Basically, he's feeling like we're gaslighting him. Okay, what he's saying is, I'm feeling gaslighted by you. Instead of really listening to me, you turn it around and make it about me. That's gaslighting, and we all do it to one another. This isn't just the narcissist code. Like, I feel that he's gaslighting me, and then he feels gaslit. So both parties, when you, when you, when you blame someone for gaslighting, you're actually gaslighting them at the exact same time because it becomes this like this thing that gets this energetic cycle that's that you can't break free. The gaslighting because you're now both, you're a gaslighter. Well, gaslighting is done by someone with a mental disorder. So you're calling someone out. When you're saying you're gaslighting, you are telling them that they have a mental disorder. Gaslighting is calling someone out for a mental disease. You're literally becoming what you're resenting in the other person and the only way to break it is to, to, see your, to see your role in the drama triangle. To see your role, oh my God, I'm a perpetrator here. Oh my God, I'm there. But we don't have the ability to do that. That's why we have to learn those skills. That's why I call it the overview method. See what you're doing? We're going back and the only way that you can break the cycle is by getting yourself out and seeing your role in the cycle. Can you please write that down? Somebody write that down. The only way you can break the cycle is to own your role in the cycle, right? Is this resonating with you? Does this make sense? because it's really important. And so mom can talk about this with her friend. And here's the other point that he said that was very relevant. It just opened my heart and it gave me the reality of what, what, what's true for most men and why men commit suicide more than ever these days. This is what he said. Mom can talk about this with friends, okay? You can talk about this with your lessons. <laughs> but I have no one to fully understand my situation. Okay, but I have no one to fully understand my situation. That is the question. That's the most important question that we need to ask right now. Why do I have no one around me who understands my situation? And who is to blame for not having anyone around me to understand my situation. Hence, the importance of community. Hence, the importance of going back to our roots and creating these sacred circles where we have elders who've walked the path, give the youth or the people, the heroes going through their own hero's journey, the ropes of how they did it. <laughs> it's like, whoa. And part of that is connection. We've now seen a surge of men's groups, a surge of online communities, a surge of popularity, people reaching out, my phone is blowing up, people reaching out wanting to get more access to these tools, wanting to say, okay, I'm given the currency of time. There's a few currencies out there. 
the top one is time. Now I'm given it. You've been gifted a currency of time. I want to use this time to hone my skills for the new world. And I'm not saying this in a doomsday type of thing. I'm saying it figuratively. Once this thing blows over, and it will, who are you going to be? There's a new world. The banking systems that who I have no idea. I don't, but I don't think that I have to create safety out there. My work is to create safety in here, expanding my responsibility, response ability, my ability to respond, and going into choosing things that are going to help me share my gifts from a place of love. Choosing love over fear, you know? Responding and alchemizing me so I can be in a place of love so that I can act from a place of love. That's how you create safety because love is eternal and love is universal and love will expand you. That's it. And then serve the people where they're at. That's how you're going to emerge. That's how you're going to create safety for yourself. But you can't do that if internally that's still not there. Your work is to address and learn the skills of how to address that lack of safety in here so that you don't mistakenly think that when it comes back out here, then I'll be okay here. No, it won't. You're just delaying the inevitable. You're, de you're delaying your work. This is the time. You've been gifted the time to heal. You've been gifted the time to hone your skills towards your future vision. Well, in my future vision, I'm a global lecturer teaching people how to heal their nervous systems in, th in, a, gr in a room of thousands who are willing to take this on and do my overview meditations and learn this tool so they can be leaders, inspired leaders in their communities. That's my vision. So in order to do that, what am I doing? I'm like nerding out. Literally, I'm taking like three courses. <laughs> I'm enrolled in like three courses. Like everyone's like shoring up. I'm like, dude, I have time to learn. I have time to learn who I want to – I have time to learn the skills to become who I want to be in the new life, which is this is my time. This is my time to share all of my shit that I've gone through, all of the darkness, all of the – because I've now reached a point where, holy crap, the fruits of all of my labor have landed me with the holy grail of all human existence, which is a secure, healthy, attached relationship that feels like home, but with two people committed to using the relationship to further heal so that they can break the cycle of intergenerational family trauma that has come from one generation after another into my body, square into my body, and now about to be downloaded onto my child in an environment which is completely chaotic knowing, see, I'm knowing that the moment of conception, a child's unconscious mind is born. And all of the information that is given to my child from conception to the age of seven goes straight to his or her unconscious mind. Their beliefs about themselves, everything is learned from zero to seven. So what we basically, it's kind of like they don't know anything. It's like, oh, I see a dog. We see this in, in Persians a lot. I see a dog. Oh, in Iran, Persian girl, woman, little Persian girl, sees a dog, doesn't know what the experience is. Your conscious mind is waiting for your unconscious mind to tell them what's going on and get, so they can give meaning to what's happening. And all of a sudden, oh, doggy, pets the dog. Dog bites the little girl, unconscious mind, which is the body, sends pain signals to the brain, to, to, to the conscious mind saying, danger, doggy. And now, boom, in that moment now, any representation or like evidence in the, phys in the physical world of that dog, and now the body goes into alarm and remembers it's not safe. So now you have an unconscious implantation to the conscious mind. And what's happening now is right now at this time, all of our conscious minds are in shutdown mode, which is very dangerous. When, you're uncon when your conscious mind is shut down because of all of this stuff happening, I'll tell you why it's shut down. When your conscious mind is shut down, your unconscious mind becomes extremely vulnerable to information. And so 
right now, this is why I've been telling you from the get-go, it makes it very important for you to pay attention to the content that you're putting into your brain right now and that the, 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 the content must be geared towards putting you back into you and your own voice because you're going to be hearing everybody else's constantly. And the only way out of this thing is if you can be able to access your own inner voice so that you can serve this new world with your own unique gifts because there's no competition for that and there's a deep need for it. Especially if you learn how to communicate that properly and that's part of the work is learning how to have empathic communication. <clears throat> I've just started a cleanse. Um, so it's... Uh, <laughs> it's really important what you put into your unconscious mind and two things, two ways of getting access to your unconscious mind. Number one is um, repetition, 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 repetition consistently, right? And so what you, like my, my, my clients, like right now, I'm consistently telling my unconscious mind, my body, all the state of alarm, the younger self version of me that's in alarm right now. Right now, it's not, my two-year-old is actually activated right now. That's, that's what the real problem is right now. That two-year-old inside of me that didn't feel safe is actually when I'm offline and unconscious running the show. Same with you. When I'm online and aware and conscious, now I have agency and I now have, I now have a say. I can pretty much create that future. But most people are offline and most people are expecting safety to come from outside. So the message for today is can I abandon, this is the question I'm going to get you to write down and maybe do some journaling and thinking about. What if I, what would it look like for me if I stopped expecting safety to come on the outside and to create safety on the inside? What skills would I have to learn? Just own it. What skills would I have to learn to create safety on the inside? You've been listening to the Trigger Proof Podcast designed to teach you the most important skill necessary for a dramatically changing world, which is nervous system regulation. Becoming trigger-proof doesn't mean trigger-less. It means learning how to regulate ourselves to bring us back to center so that we can then be governed by our purpose rather than from our wounds. Anytime there's reactivity, there's a wound and if you're curious and inspired to learn more join us at breathwork and badassery or the overview experience and a combination of both actually helps you do the work there's a difference between listening to a podcast and actually showing up live and doing the work with a badass community who's all about breaking cycles of intergenerational trauma. It didn't start with you, but it can end with you if you're willing to do the work. See you at the next perfect time. Side. So by doing that, what then is going to change in my life? Just write that down. Take a moment. Take a moment and think, and I'd like you to maybe write it in to the comment section. <laughs> Thanks, Caroline. Appreciate it. So, yeah. What skills would I love to learn? And I'll tell you what is, the, from my experience, if, if from my experience going through crisis, like five of them, because I helped, you know, I was able to get on a call with, um, my brother and, you know, have, be able to help him too. Cause everyone's, this is affecting everyone in a, in their own specific way. You're either retreating or you're actually advancing in this. That's the interesting thing. And when this all blows over, if you choose to be the few that use this as an opportunity to learn the skills to advance, you will be remembered as 
somebody who can be counted on for leadership in the new in the new kind of world in the new season that we're coming up till because we're in a winter right now even though it's spring you can look at it as a winter well when spring comes around which it will it always does we have cycles what's going to determine where you stand in that cycle when that begins and when that season begins is what you do now the choices that you make now so the question you're going to ask is now you're going to be asked to expand yourself I'm at this is what I'm asking all of my clients to do okay I I look at myself I'm like look I got to do this by example I got to be as congruent as possible so I joined a I went all in to hone my skills for the new world my skills of becoming a better writer becoming a better storyteller becoming a better coach and facilitator and other skills is how to teach others my methodology. This is what's emerging right now. And I'm taking courses and I'm nerding out on neuroscience every day because I've been gifted with time so that I can master that. So what I'm asking you to do is to know that you're going to be called on to step up as more things shut down, as things get worse day by day. People are either going to unravel the ones that have been trying to keep it together and just be positive and not ignore and ignore what's really going on and boom they're going to unravel finally they're going to either get sick or and the ones that have been like uh completely like just lost in their emotions um <clears throat> they're they're going to go into shutdown mode and so it's never been more important time to learn that what skills would you have to learn moving forward to advance so that you can invest in that greater version like you gotta actually and here's the key this is the key that I had to let go of and this was the biggest difficulty for me and happened just a couple days ago I had to let go of the way I used to do things Oof. that's tough because it was familiar and it took me a while to build it to, the, to get there but the universe is pushing me to grow into something greater, especially with the responsibility of a child. So that can happen when I abandon the need for safety to be given to me on the outside and I just go all in with creating it on the inside so that I can harness my decision-making abilities and make choices from a place of love. That's how you're gonna do it. Because if you make choices and investments that you're about to do over the next little while to grow yourself to the version that you want to be all you have to ask yourself is this is this decision I'm making because I don't want to do this or not out of love or out of fear if you're saying no out of fear I'm urging you right now to choose love because in all of your life whatever risks that you've taken You've never ever regretted ones that were done out of true love. Nope. You haven't. So start to focus on that by learning the skills of self-safety and self-soothing. So we're going to do it right now together. All right? Before I do it, I'm going to warn you, next Saturday, two Saturdays from now, I'm going to start a collective breathwork I'm going to do a Zoom breathwork, uh, which is going to be like a three-hour session, but one hour of breathwork, two hours of coaching. It's only going to be five bucks. And if you can't afford the five bucks, send me a message. We'll, fit, we'll sort you out. But it's going to be a global community of people, not this Saturday, not tomorrow, but next Saturday from noon to three, or uh, sorry, Sunday from noon to three uh, Pacific time. And I'm going to lead the concept of you getting out freeze. Why? Because I have to do this now. Because even with my clients, even with all this going on, the nervous system gets into dysregulation. All of a sudden, you're perceiving a threat. You either want to fight, flight, or freeze. Okay? And, well, 
there's a virus out there. It's not like we can fight them because we, it's not like an enemy that we can go, do, 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 let's fight them. So we can't fight this virus. It's, it's taking, you know, according to whatever and the spreading and everything, it's on the rise. So we can't fight it. So we, okay. We can't run flight. I mean, we're all confined in our homes. It's not like we can run from it. It's not like I can fly to, you know, Africa to get away from it. I can't. So it's basically the collective on that planet is all in a moment where we're all in a space of freeze. We're just fr frozen. And what happens is that's a dorsal vagal shutdown. And there's, it's very difficult when you're in that space to get out of it alone. And especially if you don't know the nervous system regulation tools. You don't know how to get back into your body because it doesn't feel safe to be in there. But breath work is very powerful. And I'm going to lead an entire global community, not just with breath work, but with breath work with an intention for yourself and for the world and for the community, holding each other to their visions while going into meditative breath work. Talk about super powerful energy community created. That is what I envision. And it's not just for me. I have a baby on the way. So I'm doing it for, I want that baby in that community, that kind of community where they feel like, whoa, you know, like um, people know how to do, people know how to take care of their nervous systems and then each other, therefore each other. If I can take care of mine, I can't take care of you, help take care of you if I haven't take care of, taken care of my nervous system. So my number one priority here is making sure I'm okay so that I can be okay to take care of you and give you a transmission that's going to get you deeper into your heart. And then you can then go spread it to others. So it's going to be a three-hour breathwork session. Again, it's only five bucks. It's going to be accessible to everybody. And it's an opportunity. Maybe I'll do it weekly. I don't know. We're going to play it as we go. Uh, but next weekend, I have a oh, – not next weekend, tomorrow – from noon to five Pacific, three to eight uh, um, in uh, Eastern time and early Saturday, Sunday morning in Australia, I'm doing my trigger proof virtual retreat where we're basically taking you and reconnecting you in a felt sense with the younger version of you that didn't have uh, resource for themselves. The younger version of you that doesn't feel safe, the younger version of you that you might have d detached or dissociated from and done a lot of therapy for but still haven't actually accessed because it's a body-based thing. We're going to show you how to get into your body and really m start to master regulating your nervous system and then setting up your next 90 days of what it actually is going to look like and what you're going to need in order to get there. And how are you going to step up in leadership? Really, this is for people who are, are more in, in the leadership type of mindset where they know that there's something greater for them. They know that their current reality is great, but they're ready to step upwards in a place outside of their comfort zone where they can then say, okay, let me show you circle and create your own circle where you are having people feel safe and seen and loved around you. And that circle can just be your family. That's perfect circle to me. Could be you are the matriarch with your grandkids and everything, and you really want to be that one so that, uh, you know, here's, here's the goal. Here's the goal. You want to get so deep into your heart and connected. Here's, here's, the, here's the vision that I have. This is why I'm doing this. Because when I was alone, when I was alone and I was like looking around and I was disconnected from everyone, I was like, fuck this. I created a vision for my funeral. I created a vision for my funeral that so many people whose lives I got to impact, <clears throat> they were better or elevated because of the impact that I made. That, that. And I was like, ah, oh, what do I got to do for that to happen? Oh. I got to heal myself. I can't act from ego. I can't act transactionally. I have to act genuinely from my heart with a sense of duty and responsibility to help humanity in some way. 
and check my ego every step of the way because that little fucker really loves to come back and make it about him big time in case you haven't noticed totally and what determines that is the regulation of my nervous system so this is great news for you if you're feeling disconnected right now it's amazing news because I know you I see you I, I was you uh, it's amazing news for you if you have like are noticing at this time that you're not really connected with the person you don't really know how to communicate they're like how do I be with this kid or my son or we're just not connecting with one another I just don't know how to be in my heart around them and or you have somebody like how do I love this I, I love my mom I really want to love her more because I'm really fucking angry you know or I haven't spoken to my dad in four years and it's time this is now kind of making me realize that uh, it's a little bit of a priority now because now that I look at what's real I'm not liking this and this and this okay good cook it up what is it number one <clears throat> what would your vision like to be number two number three what skills will I have to learn well, I have to learn instead of what what your Peter Pan syndrome, little boy, little girl is. No, they should figure it out. They should apologize to me. It's not me. And just stay there while the rest of the world fucking grows the fuck up. <clears throat> this is for you who's saying, I want to grow up. I want the little child inside of me who is still frozen in that age. And every time I get triggered, I get knocked back and regress to that little one that I'm still playing victim towards. I'm ready to love that child the same way I love my own kids. And that, that's very, very important. And that's very important to lowering your anxiety. That's very important to making you responsible. Responsible. Responsibility, your ability to respond instead of react taking responsibility that's how you become trigger proof trigger proof means taking responsibility responsibility wow I just put that all together somebody write that one down please <sighs> it's gonna be awesome all right I want to I wrote a rap on my Instagram about this please follow me and listen please okay Sammy all right brother let's see if I can please follow me and listen please See how badly we want to be seen? We all want that. And Sammy, as you learn how to heal that and connect with yourself more, the more I healed that and the more I connected with myself more, the less I needed for other people to see me. It still comes up, but now I'm able to recognize it and go, oh, you're so, you're so needy right now, Nima. Just do it. Do it for them. <laughs> Do it for them. It's This is the conversation consistently in my mind now, but I've learned how to dance with that dark passenger. And it's very useful if you want to have intimacy with people. I feel very intimate. I, I feel like I have a very – can you feel that intimacy? Like can you feel if you've been following along for a while that there's a deep feeling of intimacy between us and you don't even know me? I'll go to the airport. <clears throat> and the, the woman who's scanning my thing, she's like, oh, my God, I follow you online. And she's, like, talking to me. And, like, usually airport scanner people are, like, crabby people. But she's like, I'm like, oh, because we already have intimacy. Because I've energetically opened my heart energy-wise energy so that you can actually feel it. That's what's going to create safety for you. I promise you, that is what's going to create safety for you if you make that a priority. It's an illusion. Let's get rid of I hereby, I want you to just look in the mirror, put your hand on your heart and say, I hereby relinquish the responsibility that I put on everyone else to make me feel safe. Oof. Let me write that one down. <laughs> I, I hereby relinquish the responsibility I've delegated to others in order to make me feel safe. Boom. Yeah. 
us to pay friends and family who could benefit from the experience this new $5 offering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be like breathwork and badassery for five bucks. Are you kidding me? Like, you're going to leave there like mind blown and deeply in your body. And you'll be like, holy shit, I'm, I love this. And I think I'll do it regularly. I'll do a maybe either a weekly class drop in or, uh, yeah, we'll see. I think it's a really great um, way because even I need, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, ooh, it's been really rough and I need a good breath work session. And because breath work circles are closed right now, I can't go. So it's like, okay, I got to do it on myself, which is fantastic. It's a great exercise, which I'll teach you so you can do. Um, <clears throat> but it's magical when you do it in community. It's magical. Let me know if you've ever done breath work before. Have you ever done it? Remember Suman? Suman, my sister, my dear sister Suman reached out to me in a real deep crisis. It was a deep, deep crisis. And she was just like, and she, she was just trying to get rid of my pain right now. I need you to get rid of my pain. And, and, and this, is what, this is what we do, our little childlike self. Fix it, just fix it. And then my job is to kind of hold, hold, um, hold some space and let, them, let you really guide you into yourself to fix it. Because if you, if you make me fix it, now you're addicted to me. I'd rather have you be more self-sufficient. So my job is to guide you back into it. And so I was like, because I've known her for so long, she was a patient of mine as a, a chiropractic patient. When she reached out to me, I was like, listen, before we begin, I know you're going through a rough time. It's Sunday. I'm going to do this breathwork class downtown. Come join me. I get, I'll get you a ticket. I'll send you the link. Come and join me for this breathwork. And so... Before we get into the work, it's wise for us to do grounding. On our trigger-proof workshop this weekend, this is what we're going to be doing. Suman, you better freaking be there. You're going to definitely be there, 100%. <clears throat> yes. So are there any questions? Has this been useful for you? Where do you see yourself in the next 90 days? Let's start game planning that, number one. Number two, can I abandon and relinquish the responsibility I'm putting on someone else to make me feel safe and to, 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 to access the only safety that there is, which is my ability to be responsible and to make choices in the moment that are based on love rather than fear. Please write that down. Can you write that down there? Yes. Yeah, Sammy, you're going to come and join us for breath work. We're going to do a little bit of it on Saturday for the um, five-hour, um, in, in five-hour like deep dive. Um, yeah. Do you have any questions? This was a lot of fun for me. It was really important for me to teach you this neuroscience hack, because if you're unconscious, you don't have agency. When you have when you have or you don't have a say. When you're conscious. You're going to be aware when the trigger comes up, but you're not going to become the trigger. You're going to be able to choose. And um, Viktor Frankl says, in the space between stimulus and between stimulus and response, there's a space, and in that space lies our power to choose, and in that choice lies our growth and freedom. So my intention, baby, basically, is to help you have freedom, freedom from externals, obeying the voice inside, connected to a purpose, healed relationships, and when relationships fracture, which they do, having the tools and the strategies and the mindsets and the skill sets to be able to repair because that opens your heart and that then in the new world is going to be the currency, connection. That will be the new currency. <clears throat> you're worrying worrying about cryptocurrency and this money, dollar, whatever, gold. I'm not really worried because I know the real currency that's going to have me feel safe in my financial future is connection. If I can be the connection dealer, then I'm going to be okay because I'm need, we're needing connection now more than ever. And the connection with others is not real deep unless I have a connection with myself. And that's what I love teaching. 
So join us tomorrow. We have a couple of spots left. It's 350 US and it's five hours. You email me all of the outcomes that you're looking for and I take you through my process of overview. And by the way, this is for your entire family. I'm gonna encourage you know, partners, all of that. This is like, I'm teaching, my vision is to have healed families. So imagine if the entire family comes and understands all of the unconscious systems that got them there. And they're like, oh my God, this toxic like dysfunction is actually, there's an order to it. It's very predictable and it makes sense. And we can undo it because now we're aware of it. <laughs> so I'd really love to, to share this with people. And I'll uh, look forward to seeing you tomorrow. But tonight, I'm going to do another transmission, I feel. I think I might do it, depending on how I feel. If you have any questions, uh, I'd love to hear from you. But I'm going to end with this, with our last few minutes, with this grounding exercise for you so that you can leave here feeling in your heart. <sighs> Connecting to your breath. I'm going to get you to stand up if you can and arch your twist your fing twist your hands like this and feel the chest completely open you're opening your heart energetically saying I'm opening my heart and making choices out of love in the unknown I open my heart and I make choices out of love not fear <sighs> Come back into your body and just notice your breath, your breathing. <sighs> Surrender the exhale. <sighs> After the fifth one, completely let your body relax and notice your whole physiology starting to shift into an internal knowing of safety. The safety that is there, that you know has been there, pay attention to that part of you that always knew what to do when you were just tuned in and you actually followed what your heart wanted. That's never led you astray. That it, even though it was a, a difficult path, that heart was leading you there. And that you have faith that that's leading you in the right place that connection can you see if you can locate that part of you and how old that feels and how young you were at that time connect with that younger version the part of you that's just had enough the part of you that's just like oh this is enough this is overwhelming I don't feel important I don't feel heard feel the pain of that just acknowledge and give it space to breathe because it's definitely there and that part of you really wants some acknowledgement Feel that. Feel how heavy it feels. And see her holding on to that heaviness with such, like, an incredible amount of compassion. Can you see what that little one went through? If your own child went through that and you were watching, How would you react? I want you to really see that child with the same reaction as though you were watching your own kid go through the same thing. You're literally watching it. Can you see her or him? That's really what's happening. And I'm asking you to just put your arms around you and just hold that person, hold that version of you while they're going through it, letting them know that all of their feelings are totally valid for feeling that way. Feel your body completely relaxing with the awareness of that. 
totally makes sense. Yeah, it's okay to cry. I totally see you. Go ahead. All of your feelings are valid. They all make sense. All of you make sense. Once you've made sense of her or him, I'm going to really get you to talk to them. Once they've calmed and you've seen their body just relax, you now notice that their nervous system is regulated because they feel seen. I'm going to ask you now to talk to them in a way that, you know, what, what is it that you would love to say without being too verbal? Just what's the one thing that they need to hear in that moment? They wish that a parent would tell it. Say it to them and really pay attention. Hmm. Listen and now scoop them up and bring them with you into today. Into today, that little one had so many dreams that you're actually living right now. Can you show that little one how cool you have it? The things that they would think are so amazing, like beyond their wildest dreams at the time. Can you see what you have now through their eyes? Feel the gratitude when you look at what you really do have. And you've just been attending to the stuff that, you know, has been challenging, which is makes sense. Can you see what you do have? Feel it. Feel the amazing gifts that are around you. From the eyes of that younger one. And now, together, as you're fully resourced, there's going to be a little message that you gave your younger one. I want you to give that back to you and start thinking of the next 90 days of what you would love to create. What is it that you would love to create for yourself? Who would you love to become? How are you going to lead others? How are you going to step up? In an environment where they're going to need you. How would you like to contribute? Feel into that now. Feel the contribution fully resourced in a space where you're like, oh, okay, I'm regulated. I'm in my power. I see the wounds that brought me here. Feel into that. What would it feel like to actually be that contribution to humanity the way that you know that you can be? It was your destiny. Feel that. Feel the gratitude as though it's already happened. Feel it. And now ask the universe for a sign that leaves you with no doubt that your call has been answered and you can open your eyes so that you're leaving fully resourced now your homework your your work is to contact two or three people or start getting involved in the skill sets required to make that vision happen that's it go all in and invest in that vision if you have been investing in a vision with healthier relationships because you've taken on a healed part of you and you're really wanting to do the healing work, we have a few spots left for tomorrow. It's going to be 
an amazing five hours where I take you through the neuroscience of these concepts to go back to those old wounds, to change your hero's journey story into something where you're not like sitting here waiting for someone to rescue you, but you're actually stepping up as the hero of that and you're able to lead others so that when the dust settles, you're now seen as the authority at your workplace, in your business, because you've taken agency and authority of the most important thing, which is your responsibility and decision-making process in this unknown to create safety, because it's all an illusion anyway, unless you do this. Big love.